Welcome to another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley, recently off of my vitamin D supplemental pills because I'm getting a lot of sun this summer. That's exciting for you. For you, for you. It is good. I hope, um, everyone, I hope all our listeners are getting some too. <laughs> right? I just never know what's going to happen when we start these. I do try to surprise you. It's working. Um, <laughs> This week we're going to be talking about the new independent film with Jesse Eisenberg, The Art of Self-Defense. But before we get into that, we're going to give our pick for favorite martial art movie. Ty, what do you have for us? Wasn't wasn't Chris Farley in a movie called like Beverly Hills Ninja? He definitely was. Oh, man. I'm going to choose that one, even though I can't really remember it. Oh, he Did has you... to kill a chicken? He's... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's either that or Karate Kid, which I love and recently watched the second half of and holds up. Uh, I went went another direction with martial art movie, and I'm going to say The Raid, which I think is awesome. Oh, (laughs) gosh. Okay. That's not a a movie. That's a, that's a, that's a, like, a fever dream of violence. And they're good at martial arts in it. Oh, we could have said John Wick 3. They do a lot of martial arts in that. Or, or I would say John Wick 1. But yeah, that's well, Those true. are all good. Okay, let's talk about the art of self-defense. Ty, what did you think about this movie? It got so heavy-handed. I mean, it was just laying it on so thick. And I was like, come on, guys. Do you, uh, do heavy-handed a- about what? About its allegorical meaning. Interesting. What do you, what do you think the meaning was? What do you mean? It's about it's about women and uh, uh, mat- toxic masculinity. Obviously, do you agree? I do agree with that. And how it, and how that toxic masculinity keeps women suppressed, which is true and not good. I mean, I agree with that, but it just was so heavy-handed in the film. I thought. Okay, that's. I guess it is about that or speaks to that, but it's not told from the perspective of the woman. I don't know. Don't you think there's something with Jesse Eisenberg's story that this movie is speaking to? Well, that's because I think the central, the the most important thematic element is toxic masculinity. That's why he's but the he, center. But the woman is in there to show how it affects female characters as well. Yeah. Yes. And it shows his transformation from wimpy, little pathetic loser to someone who takes on the traits of... Um, of an alpha male, even to the point of him voluntarily killing someone. This thing that his former self and all of us, like a normal person would think is awful. That's not the right way to solve your problems. So he's, it's not a, it's not a, it's a, it's a, what's the word? It's not realism. Sure. He's, he's a, a thought more than a person. Anytime that's true about a movie, I'm going to hate it. Okay. Uh, did you think this movie was funny? No, I thought the acting was so bad. I thought the style of it was so bad. It made me really, really mad. It re- okay, that, that, I guess... The- that, that they said things so deadpan, and they said things so direct-to-camera. I guess the context that I watched this movie in is that I did listen to a podcast with the director and Jesse Eisenberg, and they talked about wanting to just be sincere in all the line readings and not trying to make anything comedic. That is... 
go ahead. Not not how you interpreted it. Apparently, it's that's garbage. That's not true. You, as filmmakers, they're being dishonest to say that. Sorry, but I feel like I interrupted you, so you can keep going, and I'll I'll explain more. Okay, so I just think, kind of with that framing, when they were saying things that were so ridiculous, but people weren't reacting. I think there was comedy in this movie. But think what you just said. Did did you just contradict what the filmmakers said in the interview that you heard? They're saying, were they saying that they were trying to be totally sincere in order to get comedy? Or were they saying, we want to be... Right. That there was comedy through the sincerity, not trying to make it a joke. No, but they are, they are trying to make it a joke. They expect it to be funny when they're sincere. They're, they're, they're tr- <laughs> right. I, I agree with you. I don't understand. Yeah, they're, they're trying to be funny, but really it's so twee. It's so... Uh, it's so... It's not smart comedy. I could do that too. I could very seriously tell you about how I made a peanut butter jelly sandwich and it would be funny just because of my weird affect. It would not be funny because I'm actually highlighting something interesting or important. Okay. I believe. I sorry, I came out kind of strong, I feel like, today in this in this review. Oh, I think we know who the alpha is. <laughs> Whatever. I was recently talking to a friend who listens to our podcast, and she was like, is Reed older than you? Because he bosses you around on that thing. (laughs) I'm not older, but I do think I'm the host. Don't you? (laughs) I hope so. I'm so happy to have you be the host. (laughs) And you're not older than me. I'm not older than Ty. For the record. Look at us with our our toxic brotherhood. Oh, my gosh. I hated the acting. I hated that choice so much it it just wasn't good it it, you're not you're not okay fine that's your avenue to get to comedy okay fine i guess i liked the gym leader the sensei kind of how i i thought he was good i didn't love the story i thought it was i don't know just sort of the plot of like this group of karate students is the group that's beating people up to make more karate business. Well, it's not just... It's also so he has blackmail on him so that they have to keep paying him. Yeah. I, I That was like a throwaway line. I don't think that was so obvious, though. I don't know. Was, the videotapes were all for that. The whole videotape room that he wasn't allowed to go in. That he made a big deal about never going in. I, I, come on. The way he went in that room sideways and then turned the light on, you didn't think that was funny? That was early in the movie. You didn't think that was funny? No, they'd already lost me by then. I was like, oh, you're trying real hard, aren't you? Tough crowd. I did. I, <laughs> if I had to choose any of the characters who I liked, it, the the owner would definitely be my favorite. Yeah. Because he, I, I feel like he did less, his, his affect was less deadpan than everyone else's. It was more real. Slightly. Not perfectly, but. Well, maybe more believed it or like was living speaking yeah. of things that that character believed. Yeah, I actually believe that a character that a instructor at a karate studio could be that sort of detached. Yeah. But I don't know. I think the thing where it lost me is just sort of such the suspension of belief where these people would be like, "Okay, you killed the sensei, you're the new master here." Oh, uh, yeah, like, cuz they became zombies for a second for some reason. Yeah, it's just like people would have I don't know, different reactions. That, that part, I, I did not like the end as much. Or like, why does he have a crematorium in the back of this dojo? Yeah. Also, it's just this, 
It's it's the common problem of of parody. Well, it's not parody. Satire. It's definitely satire, and it's a common problem of you set up this. Can you say straw man of what an alpha male is or what a toxic, toxically masculine man is, where it's this ridiculous thing that's actually maybe there are some people like that, but it's very few, and it's so you've set up this ridiculous idea of a villain that has no bearing to our real lives and therefore becomes, I think, not fair and not helpful. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they were just trying to be extreme to get the point across. And I think in my perspective, that was fine. And I, you thought it was too heavy-handed. Yeah, because the interesting thing is not the extreme. It's it, like I wish... I mean, imagine that movie played played real instead of deadpan and you could and you actually get a window into why he transformed the way he did uh because I, I feel like we don't know he just he just became this sort of robot who liked everything that's all i know about him the main character yeah but like where a traumatic event like a mugging could make someone try to be more aggressive or work out or yeah more but- confident yeah, but because he says his lines, like, I'm trying to think of an example. I think when he comes home, I am not going, he says to his dog, I'm not going to coddle you anymore. I'm not going to snuggle with you anymore. But he says it so in a silly way that's totally unrealistic. So it's, yeah. so the impact of, that's a huge choice for this guy who is, is meek and loves his dog. And his dog seems like his best friend. Like that should be a, that should be an interesting, hard, dramatic moment. And instead it's like. What? Why are you saying? Why are you talking like that? Like, yeah. this is this affecting you emotionally, or are you saying this like a robot? Do you like Jesse Eisenberg in other movies? No. <laughs> I think we may have uncovered some of the root problem here. <laughs> but but I do like karate movies, so it had that in its favor, and still couldn't overcome it. That's tough. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I guess. I don't think we need to talk much more about this movie. It's pretty small. I don't think a lot of people are going to see it. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. There, is there anything else you feel like we really didn't hit on? Oh, just like the belts were so silly. That's just, oh, like the belts he bought? Yeah. I, I love that they didn't show the yellow belt and he put the thing down and then he was wearing a yellow belt. Because he's like, he really wanted to be wearing this real yellow belt all the time. Like he expressed that. I know. And then he found a solution to it. That worked for me. Oh my gosh. How into the black belt the sensei was was kind of dumb because I'm like, half the belts in the world are black and the other half are brown. Exactly. Like you probably already had a black belt. Yeah, that's that part was like dumb. I didn't. What did you think about the. Well, it's almost not. See, anyway, there's almost no point in talking through the credibility or the believability of different things because the movie was not trying to be believable. Right. Were you shocked or jarred when he breaks the guy's arm. Oh yeah, that was horrible. I mean, I thought he was going to punish him, but and as soon as he called him up, I was like, "Oh, he's Should, he's definitely going to been there. Definitely going to punish him, but but that was horrible." When did you realize the sensei was evil/probably slash the group that beat him up was this group of people? I think almost immediately. As soon as he goes to the cuz you know it has to tie back to that, right? Yeah. I so thought maybe I, he was going to find it. the group with this, like they were going to find them and fight them. But right. I think 
you see this sort of twinges of evil in the sensei, and then I, I thought, yeah, it's this, it's this group. Yeah, it's very hard to do what this movie is trying to do, which was to be funny but also be so violent. I think when he, when the sensei had him beat up his first guy, who ended up being a bike rider instead of a motorcycle rider. I think that's when I was, after that point, from then on, I was definitely certain. I was like, oh, okay. These guys just do violence for fun, and they beat him up. Yeah. Afraid to ask, what, what would you rate this movie out of five, Ty? It gets a one. Okay, I'm also afraid to say now. Oh, you got to stick with your guns? <laughs> I'm going to give this a three. A three. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can live with that. <laughs> okay, good. Because that's what it is. No, it's a one, but I can live with the fact that you've thought it was a three. <laughs> Do you have something else you want to recommend? Do you think people should see this movie? Uh, it's so person-dependent, where I would say some people would like this and some people wouldn't. I'm happy I saw it. I don't know. If okay. you think you're more like me in your taste for movies than Ty, yeah, find this, find this one. Search it out. <laughs> if you think you're more like Ty than you are like me, probably look for getting some help soon. And, uh... <laughs> now, now I want to know who our listeners are more like. Shoot. That'd be an interesting poll. Who they? If, we should let people rank the movies with us and see who who's more accurate. Uh huh. Yeah. If we okay. ever can figure out this Twitter thing. <laughs> okay. I my recommendation. I just watched the. I guess technically the fourth season of Veronica Mars. That's crazy. I'm gonna recommend Veronica Mars as well. No, you can't. I just did. Well. I'm sorry you did went first. I was that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, Reed, you gotta do something else. What's I'm recommending that? the first season of Veronica Mars. It's really strong. <laughs> I had never watched any of it, but I also didn't know who Kristen Bell was until I watched The Good Place. And so when I saw that it the new season was released on Hulu, I watched it and uh it was pretty good. I liked it. I think I mean she's great. She's so easy to watch. Yeah. Did you go back and watch all of it, or just the fourth season? Just the fourth season. Okay. We're, we're watching all of it right now. Okay. Had you watched it before? No, never. She can be a little annoying at times, but it's kind of the point. Yeah, she's that like, hard-nosed investigator, but a high schooler, or you know, young 20-something in the fourth season, I'm sure. No, she's, she's her real age. It's like, at times, it, it's been 15 years since the last time. Oh, okay. 30-something-year-old. Yeah, she's like late 30s. So there's a pretty good mystery. And uh, yeah, it's like a classic whodunit. No spoilers. No? I thought we'd do Not spoilers. I thought we'd do spoilers. Movie spoilers. Okay. So you're recommending season one. Yeah. I, I can vouch for the fact that you can watch season four without knowing anything about the other seasons. I wish we'd had this conversation two weeks ago. <laughs> But I think I think you'll get more kidding. out of it. I think all the actors are like, they bring all the originals back. All, it's like no, all her high no school one really friends. Hit, yeah, no one really hit it big besides Kristen Bell. So <laughs> everyone was probably available. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Her dad is so good. The actor, I think, is so good. And the fourth season has, um, oh, what's his name? He won an Academy Award for Whiplash. J.K. Simmons? Yeah, J.K. Simmons is in it, and he's so good. Oh, nice. I like him. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for joining us for another uh, bad movie review on Two Brothers Review. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. And I can't remember how we started this episode.
We found out about your vitamin D's habits. Oh, shoot. That's right. Comment, comment below if you're uh, also trying to get off all your meds. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>